I have talked and talked nearly endlessly about the Haiku operating system. I absolutely love it. It is, it is a fantastic operating system with a fantastic history and lineage of coming from the B operating system all the way to the present. And Haiku, of course, is just a open source re-implementation of the B operating system. And it is beautiful. Here's, here's the B operating system. Here's a screenshot of it. Look at that gloriousness. <laughs> Look at the gloriousness. It is, it is in my mind, one of the epitomes, one of the high points of 1990s operating system design. It is fast. It is sleek. It is unique. It is interesting and it is fun. And over the years, I have been a huge proponent and advocate for the Haiku operating system. Huge. I have held numerous shows, articles, for several publications, print and online, uh, interviews with their developers. We, we even held within the Lunduke Journal an entire week dedicated to the Haiku operating system. By any measure, by any measure I can think of, I have been the most prominent vocal advocate for the Haiku operating system on planet Earth. I love it. Love it. However, there's some massive things going wrong with it right now. Massive, massive things. Because Haiku operating system, the Haiku system itself, is on the verge of either true greatness, like a rocket ship, or complete failure, utter and abject failure, crashing and burning, just exploding on the launch pad. That's the place it's at right now. And it would be very, very easy to veer one way or the other. And so what I've decided to do is sit down, create a simple list of the problems that Haiku is facing right now, exactly how to fix it easily in four steps, four very simple steps that could be, that could be enacted in, within days without massive influx of funding, just simple ways to fix it. And it, it would, I guarantee you, Kaboom! Take off. By this time next year, Haiku could be a dominant, dominant player in the operating system space. And that doesn't mean it's going to overtake Linux and Windows and Mac and all of that, but it could be large enough that everyone would have to stand up and take notice. Not just a hobby system anymore, but dang, that's Haiku. That's, that's going places. That is a worthwhile system to run nowadays. That's one you've got to keep your eye on, right? That's where it could be. We're going to go through that right now. Man, that's, that's, that's the B operating system right there. That, that one right there. That's BOS R5, the fifth release, the fifth major, the final major release of the B operating system before the company went out of business. And Haiku still essentially looks like this. And, and that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And Haiku does retain almost all of this functionality, all of the good stuff that made B, the B operating system great, the the, the pervasive multi-threading, the, the cool file systems, um, all of it is all still there in a matter of speaking. But there have been some problems that have mm, squandered away some of that goodness. And here's the list of them. Let's go down the line one at a time. The first is massive, massive, almost unrelenting feature creep. And this happens with so many projects. This isn't unique to Haiku. This isn't, Haiku isn't the first operating system or software project that has undergone just insane quantities of feature creep. We've all seen it. I mean, shoot, 
Look at most office suites and word processors. There are more features in most modern word processors than, than you can possibly imagine. It is insane. But the problem is that one of the things that made the B operating system great was how amazingly light and lean and fast and stable it was. It was stable and it ran like greased lightning, man. And a big part of that was that all of the software written for the B operating system was written for the B operating system. It was designed to be, as they called it, pervasively multi-threaded. And what that means is something very simple and very unique. It means that almost everything within an application was its own thread. And when we say everything, we mean everything, every button, every little widget, every little drawing screen, every little 3D view, everything was its own thread. And so if you had a system that was multi-threaded, multi-processor, a singular application could, in a very real sense, take advantage of all of those processors, all of those cores, to an extreme degree that is still dreamed of by other operating systems. It, it, it's a truly amazing sight to behold. If you ran the B operating system on a, on a four-processor machine, Oh my word, back in the day, in the late 90s, those, oh, 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 it was amazing. The responsiveness, the speed, the stability was glorious. You could even go so far as to, in a graphical interface, right from the launcher, you click on the, the little BOS button in the top there, it's called the tracker, it's the, the little, basically their start button, right? You click on that and, and you can go in and select each individual thread in an application and set its priority level. So if there's one particular thing that you're running that is just chunking away on stuff and you want to make sure it gets a lot of priority over all other processes or over all of the threads, you could adjust that one individual thing. Forget nicing and, and increasing the priority of an application. We're talking about on a per thread basis where an application could have, you know, dozens of primary threads. It was an amazing and unique thing. Other operating systems wish they could do something that cool. But over time, what has happened with the Haiku operating system is that in the effort of bringing more software to Haiku, which is a, a noble and exciting goal, we have brought in, they have brought in the ability to run Qt and GTK applications and, and numerous, numerous frameworks and compositors that have meant that you can install, you know, LibreOffice. You can install uh, the Caligra suite. You can install just, just so many different applications written for so many different toolkits on operating systems that are not Haiku, that are not the B operating system, with totally different application architectures and designs that you can now run under Haiku, but it, they don't fully take advantage of all that goodness. So what you end up with is you end up with a system that is not lightweight and lean like it used to be because it is growing increasingly, almost exponentially in its complexity. The bugginess and stability is going in a very bad direction and the overall system is slowing down. 
That, that has caused a number of these problems. The increase in bloat that you see up there. Also, the loss of uniqueness. Because BOS is quickly become, or Haiku OS, sorry, is quickly becoming not so much its own thing as an operating system with some unique features that's capable of running the same software you run on Windows and Linux. That's just not a, as compelling of a story as I think a lot of people think it might be. <laughs> it's, it's just not that exciting and interesting. It, Haiku OS today is less unique than it was a couple years ago because of that. It is significantly more bloated. It is significantly slower. Now, the thing is, the B operating system was always grease lightning fast. And that was on machines that were a teeny tiny fraction of the speed of the machines we have nowadays. And yet, we're not really seeing Haiku get faster. In some ways, Haiku has gotten a lot slower. The core operating system itself arguably ain't doing so bad. Could you could use some some of that crust scraped off of it. But that focus on all those different application frameworks and support for them within the operating systems has has by necessity slowed the system down, made it buggier and continually pushed out the 1.0 release. Now Haiku has not hit 1.0 yet. We're still in the betas. And realistically, it's going to be in a beta phase for a long time at the current trajectory. The longer it sits in beta phase, the longer it stays a hobbyist system. The longer it stays a hobbyist system, the less opportunity it has for growth, for financial compensation that could lead directly to more development being put onto it, more testers being put onto it, more in, more full-time staff being put onto it. Because right now, Haiku has a staff of one. One paid developer. And that is great. For a, for a system that is essentially a, haiku, a, a, a hobbyist system, it is great to see a full-time developer. Great. Love it. But, but there are other problems within the system that have led to all of the problems we've just talked about. And the chief the chief problem among them is the lack of leadership within Haiku. There is no leadership of Haiku. Not really. In fact, it is run more like a, a commune, right? There are individuals that do things like they make sure that the one developer gets paid. There are people that, that uh, oversee that sort of thing and make sure that check gets written. Um, but outside of that... There is no leadership within Haiku. There is no one to make sure that when new ideas get proposed, some of them get delayed or shot down when necessary in order to keep the system pure, in order to keep Haiku laser focused on what makes it great. And, it, and on top of that, there's no one to make sure the darn thing ships. It hasn't shipped yet. It should have. It had the ability to ship. If, if it laser focused in on, on, on fixing the things that need to get fixed and updating the things that need to get updated in order to ship a 1.0, a viable 1.0 product, an operating system that could be 
pushed and marketed and exalted and reviewed as a unique and interesting system, it could get there quickly if there were a leader. Now that leadership could be the could take the form of an individual. It could take the form of a small board of directors, like you know, just a couple of people. You, you, as soon as you get it too big, it's going to turn into a. The more people you have in the leadership role, the more it's it's going to become a problem. My my personal recommendation would be go with a single leader, but uh, it needs a leadership. And then it gets worse from there. Uh, well, not really worse. It gets expanded from there. Because there is no individual within Haiku whose responsibility it is to talk to the press, to write press releases, to field questions from journalists and reporters, to uh, create marketing campaigns, to keep a consistent message about the B operating. There, there's none of that. Nobody's doing any of that. I, recently, uh, just kind of regale you with this little story. Recently, I re reached out to, to Haiku like I have done a, a million times. And I reached out to them for a uh, for an interview because it had been a little while and I wanted to to talk about some of the things that had happened in haiku and honestly to talk about some of these issues, these things right here that we're talking about. And uh, I also wanted to show people some of the good progress that haiku has been making. And we went back and forth for a little while, but eventually it turned out that uh, a few things became very clear. One. There was no, there was no press team, no marketing team, no marketing individuals, no press contacts or press relation people. And so what ends up happening is whoever a journalist is goes to Haiku and they say, great, I would love to do an interview with you. What does Haiku do? Uh, and that's, that's the best you get. <clears throat> and then, and then as a journalist, you watch as 12 different people start yelling at each other within Haiku. And you're just kind of left cocking your head to the side going, what in tarnations is happening here? It looks like utter chaos of angry 12-year-olds playing Xbox Live games and just yelling at each other. That's what it looks like. It, that's what it looks like from the outside. And I'm sitting here as a fan of the project going, this is disgusting. This is making me not want to use their operating system just because this is happening. They have uh, Basically, they have a forum set up. And that is the only way to really get in contact with people, unless you work hard at it, is to go to the forum and ask a question. But you go to that forum and ask a question, and what you get is people just yelling at each other and at you for asking questions. Or if someone makes an, uh, I made the assumption that there was someone to talk to about marketing because that I was led to believe there would be someone in the forum to talk to about marketing. I go in there and ask, hey, you know, who should I talk to? I got, I got lectured and scolded because uh, that's not how they work, and uh, don't I know that, and gee, I'm so dumb. That's how, that's how Haiku handles press relations. So that's bad. <laughs> that's real bad. If they simply had one person there to say, hey, you know, yeah, I'll talk to me. Um, I'm just doing this on a volunteer basis, so I might take a, a day or two to get back to you, but I'll be your, your main press contact, and I'll, I'll get you quotes. Um, we'll set up interviews. Um, here's all the press details. Here's the press package, meaning here's like a, a zip file with screenshots and, and everything else you can use for your interview. If that's what it was, that would, that would be great. That would be light years ahead of, of where Haiku is right now. Um, which led to the additional problem of political discrimination within the project. Now, Haiku has no leadership. 
It has no true organization. So as such, they do not really have policies of any kind. They have kind of unofficial policy policies, right? Because they don't have any actual organization going on, um, which again leads to all the other problems we've talked about. However, they have kind of an unofficial policy of not getting political, which is the correct policy. You do not want to get political as an operating system project. It's totally okay if people within the project want to be political elsewhere, but the project itself should never get political. It just shouldn't. Unfortunately, Haiku has turned their unofficial don't be political policy into a let's get political and discriminate based on politics policy. So what, what essentially what I was told was that um, and, and this goes directly to, towards me, because, again, I have I have covered Haiku more than any other journalist on planet Earth, bar none. Right. Um, I, I, I interview haiku people more than anybody else. I talk about it more than anybody else by every single objective measure. That is just the truth. Right. I was told that going forward, haiku would not under any circumstances. Um, and by, when I say haiku, I kind of just mean a, a weird, uh, funky blob of of no organization, but just a bunch of people. I guess, chatting with each other. I don't know. It's very strange. But that they would not want anyone to interview with me and that they feared if someone that worked on Haiku in their spare time decided to interview with me, to go on my show, to talk about the goodness of Haiku, no politics involved, that they would, they would be afraid that they would have to put out a statement distancing themselves from me because... I have talked publicly, not in relation to Haiku and not even in relation to the technology stuff, but I have talked publicly about what my politics are, right? That's not a good thing. That means that Haiku is saying they do not want people who have political ideas to cover Haiku. That is what they're saying. Very flat out. I, I asked repeatedly. I talked with them at length uh, individually. I even hopped on the phone and talked uh, for hour, two hours with, with one person um, and, and uh, talked via email with several others and back and forth and back and forth because I wanted to be clear about all this. And uh, eventually I, I asked the simple question of, of if I, a person who has come out and said publicly what my political ideas are, unrelated to haiku in any way. If I, if I said stuff, and uh, if I wanted to, say, volunteer my time to be, let's say, your press or marketing person, right? I used to run marketing for, for Linux and, and open source companies in the past. Uh, so I'm qualified to do it. There's Almost no one on earth is more qualified to do it. Would would you allow me to to volunteer my time to help Haiku get out of some of the mess that Haiku has built for themselves? And I was told no, that would not be okay. It would not be okay if I existed within the project because I had political ideas that were deemed unacceptable and therefore, even if I never mentioned them even one time, which you'll notice I haven't mentioned them in this video. 
But even if I never mentioned them one time, I would not be allowed within the project. Which means that Haiku has gone from having a an unofficial no politics policy to a semi-official discriminate against journalists and reporters based on politics and discriminate against volunteers based on politics policy. Now, me bringing this up, many people will argue back and forth with themselves and whatnot, but this is a problem. This is not a good thing. Uh, The haiku operating system is not in a position where it can really be turning down qualified help, nor is it in a position where it should be turning down their most prominent and trying to alienate their most prominent supporters. It's not a, it's not a great idea. It's a bad idea. So this is where the Haiku OS is right now. It's becoming increasingly bloated. It's almost moving further away from a 1.0 release than it was before. It's becoming less and less unique and they're alienating some of their only supporters around the world. So how do we fix this? Easy, easy fix. And it can be implemented quickly with no additional funding. And it would, it would put Haiku on a track to massive success in a hurry. First and foremost, a leader needs to be appointed. I would recommend so, so strongly that it be a singular individual. Because Haiku, this is part of, part of what makes some of these great companies great is when there's a single, singular person who is qualified to lead, someone who has leadership experience, someone who has run large-scale technology projects and companies in the past, leading it. It doesn't need to be even a full-time role, but someone who makes these decisions, someone who has an axe with which to cut features, someone who can directly direct their one full-time developer on what that person should be working on. That would solve so many problems. Number two, it needs to narrow its focus. And this is something the leader of that project needs to do once appointed. It needs to narrow its focus in order to ship a 1.0 release of the Haiku operating system. Cut all the features that are not necessary to get 1.0 out the door. Focus on stability, on speed, and on polishing and shipping that baby out. Otherwise, the longer it sits in beta state, the worse. Number three, have one person, just one part-time non-paid volunteer, if you have to, person to work on the PR and marketing of Haiku. It will do wonders for your project. One point of contact a, with an email address that is press at haiku, <laughs> at haikuos.org or whatever their website is. <laughs> but one email address that people contact, one person to contact, one person to craft and release all of the press material and press releases, one person to come up with the marketing campaigns and work on it, uh, one person to run all of that. Now, that doesn't mean other people can't come in and assist but there's one person that needs to be responsible for all of the marketing. If the leader and the marketing person need to be the same, that's fine. But you need someone dedicated to it. it I understand ragtag group, limited budgets and resources. I totally get that. So if you, that person, if the press contact and the essentially the, the haiku big kahuna, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call that role, 
is the same person, that's fine. Separate people, that's great. Uh, whatever. You just need someone to be able to be there to be the point of contact, to set the rules, to be the person that makes the hard decisions, that does the interviews or delegates the interviews, all of that stuff. You need that in place. And it's very easy to fix that. Number four, Knock off the political discrimination nonsense. It's stupid, it's juvenile, it's angry, and it's weird. Don't do it. It has no place in a, in a technological project like this. The Haiku operating system has a huge fan base out there of people on all various sides of the political spectrum, and it should not be alienating people. That is asinine. It is possibly the stupidest thing I can think of you doing outside of all the other problems that I've pointed out. Knock it the heck off. You know what? If you guys have massive, if you have people from major conservative and liberal and whatever news networks from any company, from, from any country coming to you and saying, you know what, normally we just cover politics, but Haiku is kind of interesting. Do an interview. Go on their show and talk about it. The more places you talk about haiku, the better. And you know what? If it ends up being almost all left-leaning, fine. If it ends up being almost all right-leaning, fine. If it ends up being a mix, more the better, right? Talk to people about your operating system. You have a compelling story to tell. If you want to make a point about how you are not a political operating system, you're just making a great operating system that is truly unique and interesting and the world should love regardless of your politics, that's a compelling story. Tell it to everyone. Go on everyone's show. But again, you can't really do that until one, you appoint leadership, and three, you, you have at least one PR or marketing person. Fix that, stop the discrimination, allow anyone into your project. You know what? Make a policy that says don't talk about politics. No talking about politics, religion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, within the confines of the haiku operating system, the mailing list, the forums, et cetera. Done. What people want to do in their own time, on their own social media, and their own TV shows, whatever, is fine. But within haiku, go all non-political, which I think you guys are on board with which I think Haiku is on board with, and stop the discrimination. Knock it off. Just straight up knock it off. And don't hide behind the fact that you have an unofficial, whoa, we don't, we don't have politics. No, 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 no. And don't hide behind, well, we might get in trouble and get yelled at by some other political group if we talk to this political group. Don't hide behind any of that. Just talk to people about Haiku. Don't make political statements with from Haiku. Just talk about Haiku to anyone who will listen. And ship your 1.0 with good leadership. Done. You have the pathway to a truly great system. You're right there, Haiku. And I hope, I pray that you are listening to this. Because you have a real shot at greatness here. You have the foundation. Haiku has the foundation for something spectacular. Spectacular. The, the likes of which will blow people out of the water if you follow these four steps. I'm not joking around here. You guys got to do it. If you don't do it, you're going to fail. If you do it, you're going to succeed and it's going to be glorious. You're right there. You could branch either way. 
So I'm putting that out there for the, for the haiku community, for the haiku leadership, as it were, that's not really leadership. It's just like a, it's like a hippie commune of, of, of people that just are upset with each other and other people. It's very strange. Uh, fix it. <laughs> fix, fix haiku. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of which, uh, if you have not uh, currently or do not currently subscribe to Lunduke, uh, .locals.com, conservativenerds.locals.com, or nerdyentertainment.locals.com. You can easily fix that. There are no trolls, no big tech, no algorithms, no advertisements. It is a glorious, glorious place. The only advertisement you will ever hear within any of these sites is for the sites themselves. You're never going to hear a credit card ad or a VPN ad <laughs> or anything. Well, that, that's it. We're completely funded by subscribers just, just like all of you. Three unique sites, all with their own individual focus, but all filled with wonderful, wonderful nerds. You'll note that, uh, you know, we touched on briefly how technology project products should not have politics. It should not be involved in, in politics. And I, and I believe that with all of my heart. That's why you'll notice lunduke.locals.com, the Lunduke Journal of Technology. No politics. No politics are allowed. We, you know, we can mention the existence of politics like we did today and, and how we shouldn't have politics in tech like we did today. But outside of that, we don't get into political debates. We don't, we don't post political news, all that thing. It's just tech. It's just computer stuff that makes people happy. And everyone from every political spectrum should be welcome there and is with open arms. The same with nerdyentertainment.locals.com. Same idea, no politics, just movies and comic books and TV shows and the like. It's glorious. It's just nerdy entertainment stuff. And then if you need your, pol your political fix, go to conservativenerds.locals.com. It is about politics. That's what it's about. It's about political stuff. It's about history and politics. And it does come from a very certain political slight um, and it does get a little nerdy sometimes you will find computer related posts there more days than not but it is very much about politics and that is the only place where political discussion is allowed within the Lunduke Journal family of sites so uh, go 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 pick up a subscription to any of them that you like pick it up to for all of them uh, using the triple pass what you want to do is you go to lunduke.com and that will bring you to what is called the Lunduke Journal Link Central it'll give you all the links to everything that I do uh, including the RSS podcast feed, the, the, the links to the video sites, uh, it, the, all of these sites are listed, and along with details of, of how you can get subscriptions to all of them. And big thank you to everyone who currently does that, because you are truly amazing, and I absolutely could not do this without you. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I do declare, end podcast.